0: happy to be with all of you this beautiful morning and we will see the connection of the three readings the first reading the second and the and the gospel i'm going to start my homily with this we can all think of people who have enriched our lives in one way or another friends and family who have helped bring out the best in us who have helped us become all that God is calling us to be. We cannot be all that God wants us to be without the support and the help of others. Um, come to my mind, my grandmother, my mom's mom, because when I was a child, she she invited me to be an uh, altar server, altar boy because she said the pastor needs altar service. And the first time when she said to me this, I said, no. Later, she said again, oh, the priest need altar boy. I said, no. But the, th- the third time when she said, and I said, just think about it. And I said, okay, fine, good. I'm going to do it. That's why I'm here. because she perse- Because of her perseverance and i now I, I thank god for this okay now in the gospel i'm talking about this good role models the priest and my grandma and but we're going to hear this jesus has just been been in the gentile area of tyre and sidon on the mediterranean coast in modern lebanon and has moved Unto the region of the Decapolis on the east bank of the Jordan River. The Decapolis was a pagan region. The opposite side of the Sea of Galilee to, to where Jesus usually lived and worked. Jesus favored the voiceless and the afflicted in that region. There... People brought to Jesus a deaf man who had a a, a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. The deaf and dumb man is a pagan rather than a Jew. We know that. In the words of James in today's second reading, this is the connection. Jesus did not make distinctions between classes of people. By his words and actions, Jesus brought the gospel to Jews and the Gentiles, rich and poor. So, people led the deaf man to a place, to a person that he could not have reached by himself. This man was fortunate to have people in his life who cared enough about him to bring him to Jesus, who had a reputation for giving new life to the broken, In oral culture, where people were largely illiterate, they couldn't read, not hearing or speaking properly was an enormous, enormous liability. Those who could neither hear nor speak were invisible. They could not communicate in any meaningful way and could not share This man had little time to himself since caretakers surrounding him. But on this day, he found himself taken away from the crowd. Jesus took him off by himself away from the crowd. This encounter with Jesus is incredibly intimate. Jesus gave the man his full attention no extra support, no one to trans- translate for him or speak for him. This day he was alone before the one who made him and who had the power to make him new. In the gospel, Jesus of- often heals people with a word or by placing his hands on them. In this case, Jesus put his finger into the man's ears and spit touched his tongue then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him Ephatha that is be open immediately the man was healed he could hear and speak perfectly he was now hearing and could share with others what he had heard and experienced the people around were astounded They cried out almost in chorus. He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. They were echoing the lovely words from Isaiah in the first reading. Now, this is the connection. Then the eyes of the blind will be open. The ears of the deaf be clear. Then will the lame leap and like a stack. Then the tongue of the mute will sing. The future promised by the prophet has now arrived. Jesus' compassionate touch will help us hear the, the cries of the poor and the sick and show kindness, mercy, and consideration to others. His healing touch will also help us convey peace and hope to those around us. One thing that is important for us is to know that the healing process Jesus uses reminds us of the sacrament of baptism. I do this. When the priest baptizes, he touches the ears and mouth of the child who has been baptized with his thumb, saying, Listen, the Lord Jesus made the deaf hear and the dumb speak. May, the, may he soon touch your ears to receive his word, and your mouth to proclaim his faith to the praise and glory of God the Father. A beautiful prayer. It is an appropriate prayer at the beginning of our Christian lives because we spend the rest of our lives as a followers of Jesus, learning to receive the Lord's word and proclaim his faith. So, baptism is a sign of our full incorporation into the body of Christ, his church. It involves a total commitment to the way of life that Jesus calls us to follow. and uh, part of that commitment, is a growing openness to hear what Jesus says to us. An increase in ability to share our faith with others. Okay, now we know about this, the connection between the readings uh, and the theology. But Now, how to apply this beautiful reading gospel into my life? The friends of the man in the gospel can be our inspiration in that regard. They brought the man to Jesus, and in so doing, they opened him up to a whole new life, a life that was richer and fuller than he had ever known. Speaking to Jesus on his behalf, their voice led to him coming to have a voice of his own. Even though he couldn't talk, his friends heard him. They listen to the stirrings and longings of his heart, and their attentive listening leads on to him being able to attend for himself. Their attentive listening to him was before their speaking on his behalf. If they had not first listened to him, they wouldn't have taken the initiative to speak up for him. Listening is important when I l- hear confessions. The first thing that I have to do before saying something is to listen carefully, not to think what I'm gonna say, like to give some advice. No, 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 just listening. Our ability to hear someone, to listen to them, can be more important than anything we might say to them or do for them, my friends. In these moments of prayer, we can bring those who need God's grace and healing before Jesus and beg him to lay his hands on them. Just think about it. Friends, adult children, neighbors, close friends. This is one of the most authentic expressions of being one family, one body, one church in Christ. As we approach the Eucharist table, let us seek what we need. Our God is the God of healing, forever worthy of our thanks and praise. Lord Jesus, show me how you are working and making yourself present through the daily reality of my life. Jesus, I trust in you.